Sapra Sitole is with us. He's an incredible man of God. Come on, get from Null Sprites, where it's still green and lush. And he was called by God from the age of 15, when God told him to leave everything behind, follow Jesus, preach the gospel wherever he went. And um, leaving, he left his family, all his possessions, and he took everything and followed Jesus. And um, in 1997, God connected him with a couple called Roland and Heidi Baker. Some of you might know of Heidi and Roland Baker. They lead an incredible ministry called Iris Ministries. Um, and he is now the International Director of Pastors for Iris, and he helps oversees 7,000 churches in a rapidly spreading revival in Southern Africa. Um, he loves Jesus more than life itself, and um, it's just such an amazing honor and privilege to have you with us, surprise. Um, he is married to Trithina. Did I get that right? Trithina. And he, they have three sons. So guys, when you put your hands together, welcome to the Put your seatbelts on, anything can happen and it probably will. I said, um, baby, I may not have the time, even I was doubting to go to Cape Town, to, to Israel. Later on, I called him back, I said, yes, I'm coming, and then, but I'll be flying straight from Israel to Cape Town, which is, so was sorted out everything. And then, so, I took off in Israel, uh, and arrived in, when was that, the day before yesterday? Thursday, okay, I right here on Thursday. I forgot um, my wallet, my watch on the plane. So now no watch, no wallet, no credit card, no ID, no license, and it's on the plane. All right, so, and then when I arrived here again, then he forgot his watch somewhere on the plane there, and we have a watch list. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> In Cape Town, everyone has a watch, but no time. Well, I 
just want to take it very, very serious. It's not because by 11 we have to be out of this place. And then we have um, Neil here and Crystal, they're coming from all the way from George. And then because they heard that we are here, Neil is the elder, is a pastor in our church when he was in Nesbeck, but now he moved to, to George. So I traveled with him for many places. He's very prophetic in a amazing way. And also glad to see Patrick here. And uh, when we started our church in Nesbeck, he was a co-founder of the church in the city of Nesbeck, all together lovely. So we are here, Ali, in Nesbeck, it's just maybe 30 to 45 minutes to go to Kruger National Park. And uh, in the Kruger National Park, one time there was a major drought. And at that time I was so sorry to see the hippopotamus. And uh, they were really struggling. And one thing that I enjoy, hippopotamus doesn't care the time of drought or the time of water. They are always happy. When you go to Kruger National Park, you find a hippopotamus, they are laughing, the food is finished. You are. <laughs> Each time you go there, you are. Hippopotamus, there is no food in the tribe. The food, the grass is finished, everything is finished. You are. <laughs> so that is a life. So we have to save the Lord with the elusiveness. God is our king and uh, he is more real and uh, apparently one day I was arrested because of preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. I've been here in Cape Town many times. What is wrong? Why is everything so? Is it okay? Number one. So, and um, I was arrested in the Middle East 2018, and uh, I was arrested because of preaching the gospel. We were in India, me and the team, and when I was coming, I said, I will stop somewhere. I left the team to come back to South Africa. I stopped somewhere in the Middle East. You know, it's those countries around there, around Dubai, Bahrain, Abidab, but not, I'm not going to share the country. <laughs> and then I arrived in that country. There was a friend, he is a professor of the University of that country. And uh, we had a secret meeting where we saw the hand of God in a mighty way. About 26 people of other faith, they came to Jesus that evening in a miraculous way. And that evening we went to sleep. There was, I was half asleep, half awake. There was a man who was hiding behind the flag of that country. So after that, he was pulling the flag down. And then he said, thank you, surprise. 
I knew immediately that that was a spirit of fear. I stood up and started fighting, fighting, fighting with the spirit of fear. I went back to sleep. The next day, beautiful day, we saw the president of the university and we made an appointment tomorrow, 8 o'clock, we're going to have the breakfast. And uh, everything was sorted out. That evening we were driving. This is the highway of six line. In the car of my friend, we were playing the music, the song. And uh, uh, I'm desperate for you. And when we are dancing, we were just having a fun time in the car. Two minutes later, while we are singing that song, six cars, three cars in front of us, of us three cars in behind us. And they stopped us. They said we want surprise. And all those guys that came out of those cars, they had my picture on their cell phone. I don't know where they captured them, my picture on their cell phone. And then I was arrested. My friend said, I will go with him. They said, no, no, you are not going. We just need surprise. They took me to the military prison. And uh, because the last night, the previous night, I already defeated the spirit of me. I wasn't afraid at all. They had a lot of fingerprints, a lot of investigation, what, what. They say the crime, the crime, crime that I did, I deserve to be killed. That is only crime because it is beyond. Okay, they say 23 November, which was the following Friday. I was arrested on the 13th of November. We are serving a good God family. Amen. He's amazing. He's great. He's always alive. <laughs> All right, on the 16th, it was 2 o'clock in the morning. Four guys, very tall. Another one was even abnormal. <laughs> so they walk in in the cell. They brought my cell phone and my passport, which was on their possession. Then we started chatting. We were talking about the social life. At the end, they said, you can go home now. And this time is 2 o'clock in the morning. Wow. I turned my cell phone on, and it was on. The bed was there because it was off. I called my friend. I asked her the letter to go to show at the gate. I came out. My friend drove, arrived, picked me up. 2 o'clock in the morning, and in the car was playing the song. He split the sea so I can walk right through it. I was here and said, my goodness, let's go to the desert. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus. You know, we are serving a God of Satan. Our future is in his hand. He is in charge. He is in control. When you think the setup of the birth of Jesus, when he was born, 
the marches of the east coming to Bethlehem. Uh, Mary coming from Nazareth going to Bethlehem. So these people, they gather together in Bethlehem. No one misses a time. All they participated on events. I think those guys from the east, they did not come late. They did not anticipate and say, we are waiting for his birth next week. They just came on time. My goodness. Baby, your coming today is just on time. You are not late. You are not in a hurry. This is a specific time. So we went to the desert. We heard I was just rolling on sand dune, rolling on sand, rolling on sand, rolling on that side. And uh, we hired camels. We started running with the camels in the desert and so on. We did whatever we could do. So just we enjoy life. And that day, my friend helped me to fix my flight. I took on, on the flight in the 16th. And uh, when my wife heard the story, I was already on the plane. I said, thank you, God, because the story was already on the internet. Another lady from Iraq, Masoud, had already put the story on the internet, said, let's pray for surprise, he's arrested. And thank God my wife didn't see that article. <laughs> <laughs> and also my friend didn't say anything. The God that we are saving family, he is really God. And he, want, he has given responsibility to each and every one of us that while we are in this world as ambassadors, while we are living in this flesh and body, being a spiritual being, we have to fulfill our mandate. I heard another, the emphasis of Christ. He emphasized on his preaching on three things. He emphasized on love, he emphasized on unity, he emphasized on mission. This is our mandate, is our responsibility as we are living in this life. We are serving a good God. Ooh, this is serious mood. This is a serious mood. I live in here at the school, in Nelsford now. At the school where I live, one day there was an event that happened. The event happened one girl was crying there at school. And then the man came to that girl, my, my girl, please don't cry. And the girl cried, my girl, please. You know what, when you keep on crying like this, you are going to grow up very happy. <laughs> it's better for you not to cry. You will be beautiful. And the girl said, ma'am, is that true? The ma'am said, yes, I tell you, it's true. When you keep on crying, you're going to grow up very ugly. And the girl said, ma'am, it means you cried a lot all your life. <laughs> so you can speak.
he declared a phrase, we are serving God, and he is wonderful. <laughs> Esther chapter 4, verse 14. It says, For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will, come, will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet, who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time like this? Don't remain silent. Let me put this message this morning in quick and fast that says, if you refuse your responsibility, you are denying your authority. Your authority is on your responsibility. It's where there is your authority. This is life. It's life completely. It's life. Maybe some of you, you might know, I was born in the jungle, in the jungles of Mozambique, living in a hard time. I grew up not knowing life outside of that life. In the age of 15, there was a loud voice was calling. He already read the background. Surprise, leave your village right now. If you don't leave your village, you're gonna die. I woke up in the middle of the night. I went to the house of my friend. My father was sleeping in the house. My mother and my sister were sleeping in the house. We left. I went to the, my, my friend Gafara, told him about the voice. The more of this story is written in the book called Voice in the Night. My first book, oh, Danny actually helped me to write, is called Rush Hour. My second book, we changed that rush hour to be called Faith to Raise the Dead. The third book is called Voice in the Night, which has been translated to many languages. All the European languages, Swedish, Norwegian, Czech Republic, Slovakish, German, and so forth. It's called Voice in the Night. It's translated also in Mandarin, Chinese. And it's going very well. So we, we walk in the jungle, me and my friend Gafar, end of that two weeks as we were in the jungle, we came to a place called Villanova, it's a small town next to Malawi. And from there, God gave a man, his name is Lucas, a dream, go to this acacia tree, and then when you go there to this acacia tree, you will see two boys welcome them into your house. Then this man took us to his house, at appointed place. When we went to the house of this man, uh, he gave us water to shower and food to eat. The next day, the man started asking this question. Guys, where are you coming from? Where are you going? We told the man we are coming from this village, but we don't know where we are going. Today, 28th of January, I didn't know that I was coming here. But the Lord knew this day. And maybe you didn't know that you are going to come here and meet us. Welcome. <laughs> it's a good time. And um, what happened there is the man started explaining to us about the creation. The creation, God created the earth and God. Da, 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 da. And then after that, what he did, I fell in trance. On trance, I saw the fire I was crying. Fire, 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 fire. Mr. Luca tipped my shoulder. 
And he says, as long as you breathe, you have a hope. I can share the same way today. As long as you breathe, you have a hope. Your hope is connecting your life and the life of Christ. That is only hope. Christ in us is the hope of glory. And he's alive. Very much alive. All right, as we gave our life to Jesus, me and my friend, that week, we find out that the village people where I left had poisoned my family. My mother, my father, and my sister. They ate the food that the village people brought. And on the food, there was a bile of crocodile. The bile of crocodile is very poisonous. And the family, they died. I was 15 years old at that time. Today I'm 55, I've never put my feet to that village. I'm waiting for the same voice to say, you go back. And I'll go. 2005, I was at the village 40 kilometers from the village. And most of the people from the village came to participate at the event. We had a big event in Morumbala. The village people, they walked some two days to come to a place. And most of them gave their life to Jesus. And it was wonderful. So from the jungle, we've been traveling on the planet. We traveled with a journey. We went to, we ministered in Australia, different cities. We ministered in Brazil, different cities. And we ministered in Israel. And even this gentleman, Christo, and we went together to India, and so we just are traveling and traveling, bringing the good news of Jesus Christ. This is our responsibility to bring the good news. I've been in Russia many times, in China many times, South Korea many times, Japan everywhere, Iceland, Greenland, going south and so on from here. I'm going to end up in Paraguay. From Paraguay I go to Taiwan, Taiwan and also but what is that is emphasized about what Jesus said. What is that? Love, unity and mission. This is our mandate and our responsibility. When we go on this route, family, hallelujah, God is on our side. And who is going to be against us? And I love my family. I love my family. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just want to tell you that if you have your truth, speak your truth when it's early. Because when you speak your truth when it's late, you are going to harm people. Tell your family what you believe and how you believe it. For instance, let me just put an example to you. If you don't eat pork, tell us before we kill our pork. <laughs> I don't eat pork. You know, when you kill pork, it's so miserable. Pork, pig, began speaking English. <laughs> You just took a knife, you put on the throat of a pig, pig starts speaking, please! <laughs> 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 pig is speaking in English, oh my goodness! 
when we obey his voice and his voice is loud it will speak from your heart it will speak underneath your belly button it will speak completely on your throat leave it leave it we are serving a good god family he's amazing he's alive he's so real wow hallelujah 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 Thank you, Jesus. 2002, I was invited to go to Toronto. To speak in Toronto, we finished the conference in Toronto. I was going down to Michigan with some friends. I was going to Nashville. I'm sharing the story because the story is still there on YouTube. And this time, the Lord, the Holy Spirit, spoke to Prophet James Cole. James Cole was very high, sick with cancer. And then you can say that is fine. And the Lord spoke to James Cole, spare me the month of October because I had a surprise for you. <laughs> right? It was in October. I arrived in Nashville. Uh, I was with the bride, Smallwood. The businessman. So James Cole came to a great center. It was Saturday afternoon. He asked me, What is your name? I said, Surprise. Ah, <laughs> I was just told that I have to stay the month of October because God has a surprise for me. He was surprised. I said, Yes. Pray for me, brother. And then we prayed in the name of Jesus, cancer come out, cancer come out, cancer come out, cancer come out. On Monday, we went to check out and find cancer free. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, God does speak. God does speak. It's yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. I arrived on the 16th in Israel, uh, 16th of January. I arrived in Tel Aviv, Sister Krista came and picked me up, went there. And that evening we said, okay, let's have a meeting. We had a meeting with about a few people as a Sister Krista's home group. One man is a scientist, came to that meeting. This man came with a bad report. What was the bad report? The bad report that he brought was that the doctor said nothing else. They cannot do anything else because cancer has spread in the whole body. So I stood up. I asked him if you can pray for him. He was sharing the nouns. And this man is a scientist. Very brilliant German man. Uh, he teaches at university in Germany, but that seven months was teaching at the University of Jerusalem. And the tears was coming. I said, don't close your eyes. This friend doesn't need for you to close your eyes. Open your eyes, we need the contact. Eyes to eyes, speak life, speak life, speak life on that man. Finish speaking life. When he went where he was going and so forth. On Tuesday this week, 
we were sorry that day we had a holiday and we were there, we are about to break our fast, we are sitting there and what's going on and baby this or we think baby God didn't hear our prayer, what, what. The man walks in with a report that he got a doctor and he
May the Lord lift you up this morning. May you see the purpose of your life. Don't drop in what God has for you. It is your responsibility. It is your responsibility. And your house is your responsibility. If you know the Lord, it's your responsibility. At your community, it is your responsibility. Because you know the Lord. In your neighbors, is your responsibility. Because you know the Lord. Where you are working, it is your responsibility. At school, at the hospital, at the company, it is your responsibility. Why? Because only you know the Lord. And the Lord, what he say? I give you my power to trample over the scorpions. What are you doing with the power to trample over the scorpions? Are you promoting evil or to your work? You should not promoting those things to implement your work. Power to trample over the scorpion and the snake is under your feet. Oh God is good, is real, is amazing. Now you are chewing. Now you are chewing. So before you swallow, <laughs> before you swallow, what is joy? Joy is satisfied mind without issue. Let go of the past. Receive the new wine. Now you can swap. <laughs> now you can swap. Hallelujah. So where are we today? We are at this place for Esther to take a responsibility. So how do we pray? This is how we pray. Open my ears, open my eyes. So that I might hear things that belongs to me. So that I might see my responsibilities and perform them. What are your responsibilities for now? Your responsibility is the gospel. What is the gospel? The gospel is the good news. That is our responsibility. We don't go around condemning people. We go around giving the good news. Don't come to someone and say, oh my goodness, you were so beautiful, now what happened? You destroyed the life of that person. Instead of that, you go to somebody, oh, my goodness, you are so beautiful. When did you take a shower? The person becomes completely shiny. Love heals, family. Love what? Love heals. One day we came, me and my wife, we were there in Germany. We have another. Um, Another breakthrough of praying for people that doesn't have a wife or husband to get married instantly. So So we call the people who want marriage come forward. The people come really front with the prayer. At the last, <clears throat> a lady of 83 years old, she came up. We say, okay, now what do you want? I want a husband. Oh, husband okay. Another young lady was there taking a picture of husband. We pray for this, this young lady of 33 years. In the name of Jesus, receive your husband in Jesus' mighty name. 
We came back home. The following year, we were doing the tours in Germany there. Again, me and my wife, and then we went to Austin. The lady heard that now those guys that prayed for you, they are in Austin. She and her husband, she is 83 years old, husband is 63 years old. Jesus, 
Father, I pray, as the scripture said, when they pray, the blessed they will gather together to begin shaking. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, King of Kings. To you be the glory, honor, and forever in a short name. Thank you, Abba Father. We honor you. We worship you. I pray right now. Might the blaze of fire be appearing in the head of each and every one of us. In the name of Jesus, power to raise the dead. In Jesus' mighty name, power to heal cancer, power to heal diabetes. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Spirit of God, in Jesus' mighty name. Power to change the circumstances of God, in the name of Jesus. As your scriptures say, oh God, if you are with us, who is going to be against us? You are the King of kings, the Lord of Lords. Father, we worship you. We exhort you, Papa, we exhort you. In the mighty name of Yeshua, thank you, King of glory. Abba, Papa, Abba. Papa, we honor you in the mighty name of Jesus. Depression out in Jesus' name. Translation out in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. David, out in Jesus' name. Migrant headache, out in Jesus' name. Discouragement, out in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Spirit of God. Receive the glory, Papa. Receive the glory. Receive the glory, Papa. Receive the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Takaria Salarabatirisa. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Spirit of God. Spirit of the King. Hey. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Take over on the life of that sister. Take over on the life of this brother. Take over. In Jesus' mighty name, Spirit of God, take over. Lead and guide on the life of that sister there. Lead and guide, King of kings. In the mighty name of Jesus. 